0: Hey, Pammy. Hi, Brick. We're letting people know that this is a three-parter.
1: Oh my goodness, yes. Our guest has a couple phases of wedding stories to tell. So much good stuff. We, We could not fit it into one or two. No, which we just had to keep going. We didn't want to cut it down and make it short. So definitely look
0: forward to that. But before we get into the podcast, um, we have to announce our winner for the book giveaway. Yes. We via have Facebook. a winner. Yes. Yep. So this is the person that is going to win a copy of Without a Hitch, which is a cute little novel that came out recently. And um, the lovely people at Harper Muse Publications gave us a couple copies. So Pammy, do you want to read the person that we randomly selected from our Facebook post?
1: Yes, Erica Bond, um, she wrote, would love, love, love to win this book and have a great summer read. I love your podcast so much and recommend it to anyone and everyone who will listen. Aw, thank you so much. Thanks, Erica. Enjoy the book,
0: it's so fun. Yes, we'll be reaching out to you via Facebook to get your address and we will ship it on out uh, your way. And stay tuned next week because we have even more exciting things for you guys.
1: Yes, it's gonna be fun. secrets. (laughs) secrets.
0: <laughs> um, also, a reminder that since this is broken up to a couple parts, Pam and I are going to be back at the end of the episode to give you some bridal breaks.
1: Yep. Not going to let you down.
0: Nope. So um, let's begin part one with our fun conversation with Rushi Sabat. You ready?
1: Yeah. Something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news Irrational, irrational, it's wedding confessionals.
0: Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking about weddings. So, Pam, I'm very excited about our guest.
1: Oh my gosh, me too. We have a COVID
0: era bride Mm -hmm. turned wedding planner. Yes. It's like a one two punch. I'm so excited to hear the story. We're going to hear about her own wedding. We're going to hear about becoming a planner. Yes. And specifically, she specializes in Indian weddings in the United States. Yes. So I can't wait to learn more about this gal. Me too. Learn more about her world. So let us introduce our guest, Ruchi Sabat.
1: Hi. Hello. Hi. Thank you so
2: much for having me, Brooke and Pam. I'm so excited to be here.
0: We're excited to have you.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) So when we briefly started talking, I thought originally we were just going to start chatting about specifically you as a wedding planner. And then we got into the whole thing with the fact that you are a recent bride. So we are really excited to get into all of it. Mm -hmm. We always start way, 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 way back. Way, way. Pammy, hit her with the first question.
1: (laughs) When... Did you go to your very first wedding? How old were we? How old were you? Wow, this is a throwback. Um <laughs> I I think so
2: technically, I think the first wedding I went to was I when I was like two years old. I remember I've seen pictures of myself and my uncle's wedding when I was two years old. But the first wedding I can remember is when I was six years old. My dad's um best friend from business school got married in Santa Barbara, and I was the flower girl. Um and, like, fun fact, um, the mother of the bride had made me this, like, beautiful flower crown made of artificial flowers. Um, and I, like, was obsessed with it. Like, I thought it, I thought I was just, like, the fairy princess queen of the world when I was six years old. And I actually saved the crown um, for, like, 25 plus years. And then last year, I wore it during one of my own wedding events during my bridal shower. And the the bride of that bride, like, so many years ago, she was there and she, like, Obvious, like she was like crying and my my mom didn't even know I had it and like they were like so overcome <laughs> um
1: I think that I says love this so much I, I love this that, answer <laughs> yes yes you knew I, I it started when you were six this love of weddings yes. this is yeah I remember say that
2: yeah I remember when my when my mom used to go to India when I was like literally in elementary school and like um she would ask me like you know um my my grandma would call me and be like what should I send for you what should I send for you and you know most could say like you know chocolate or like jewelry or like a doll i'm always like send wedding magazines <laughs> i literally have
1: oh my wedding
2: mag- yes. i have bridal magazines from india from like 19 as early as like 1998 um that i held on to for years <laughs>
0: I love, first of all, that you're a little bit of a pack rat, as am I. There's certain things I just <laughs> cannot let go of. As much as I've moved throughout my life, there's just like some that I'm just like, nope, this is traveling. Put it in another box.
2: Wedding wow. stuff I can't let go of until I discovered Pinterest. And then and then the game changed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you still have some of those magazines then.
2: I I'd probably I remember when I was when I got engaged, I was like looking through my stuff. I found like two of them. Yeah. Nice. I used to have like a huge collection. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh, that's, that's amazing. amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, you're a little girl. You love being in weddings. You already love, you just had, you got stuck by that wedding bug. It just bit you real hard when you were little. Did you go to a lot of weddings when you were a kid? Like, do you have a big family? What was it like for you?
2: I didn't go to a lot of weddings as a kid. My entire family um, is in India. And I think I'm, I do, I remember making it to three weddings. Um, well, one of them when, when I, when I was a kid, the other two, I was like in college. That so wouldn't really count that as being a kid. I remember those really, really distinctly. Cause I like, you know, traveled for them. Um, I did go to a lot of weddings growing up and just in family friend communities and stuff like that. Um, and they were all Indian weddings. I have been to very, very few like traditional Western weddings even now, even like, even now when I, when like one of my friends gets married and it's not an Indian wedding, I'm always like stressed out. Like, what is the etiquette? Like, do, can I be late? Or like, is there going to be like the, like plated dinners? Like, this is so weird. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Cause on my list and we'll get to it. One of my questions is going to be etiquette for specifically Indian weddings to make sure that people that are new to them, like, what are they going to do to not be rude? So I love that we're on the same end of like yes. being kind of sweaty and nervous and being like, I don't offend people. <laughs> Don't, I mean, yeah, you were right. Don't show up a little early. I think that was a smart move.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any weddings, you show up like a little late. You're not supposed to show up a little early because the host is going to be like, what are you doing here? Oh, I'm the corny
0: ass. <laughs> I'm early everywhere. Yes, she is. It's true. I'm always the early person. And I married a man who is perpetually 15 minutes late. And it's <laughs> only because he's so handsome that I've made it work because, good God. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I can do my makeup faster than my husband he can change his clothes. I'm always ready before him. It never <laughs> makes sense to me.
0: <laughs> okay, so we've moved through your your little kid experience with weddings. You just mentioned in college. So um, since college and beyond, have you been in a lot of weddings? Like have you been a bridesmaid or anything like that?
2: I've been a bridesmaid a couple of times. Bo- uh, both are like all... All like the the few times I've done it, I've always been in an Indian wedding, um, which is interesting because traditionally we don't have like Indian weddings. We don't have bridesmaids. It's a completely made up Western thing that we've just like pretended to adapt um, into Indian weddings here in America. But yeah, I've been a bridesmaid a few times. Yeah, I think like in my in my adulthood, I've been to a lot of weddings. I remember in 2018, I was invited to 18 weddings. Um, Miss, oh, I did not go to most gosh. of them. <laughs> Yeah, I did not go to most of them because that's very expensive. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, because, you know, I got obviously got invited by my friends, but then got invited by like my parents, friends, kids who I like don't know, like a lot of lot of that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it's, it's super fun. I feel like my friends are always like, oh, you must be so sick of weddings now because like you plan weddings. I'm like, no, like, because I plan weddings, I'm more excited to attend weddings when I'm planning weddings. I'm like, Man, I want to drink or like I want to dance to my favorite song, but I
1: can't
0: do that.
2: <laughs> That's true. Totally. Yeah, you're
0: working. <laughs> I mean, also they're just fun. They are fun. Weddings are fun. Yeah, like who doesn't love a wedding? Yeah. We obviously we're I fans. Mean, clearly. <laughs> okay, so I want to get into your wedding. First of all, what's your husband's name?
2: Um, Sid Dash.
0: How did you meet him? Tell us everything.
2: <laughs> I We met a, we actually met on an Indian dating app. It's like the Indian Tinder.
0: What's it called? What's the name of the app?
2: It's an app called Bill Mill, D-I-L-M-I-L. And it translates to hearts, meat in Hindi. Oh, yeah. oh I love that. <laughs> yeah. So what
0: was it about his profile that you were like, okay.
2: Uh, he tells the story way better than I do because he like, <laughs> he, like remembers what his profile said, and what my profile said. I don't. I just thought he like, looked nice. That was pretty, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just thought he looked nice. I like I sent the first message. Um, yeah, and then from there it was history. <laughs> did you go out on a
0: first did you did you talk a lot on the phone for or was it like, boom, we're going on a date?
2: Okay, so by the time I met my husband, I had been using dating apps for many years and I had like kind of like a down to a science. Um, yeah, so I had a rule, like I will not go out on a date unless I talk on the phone first a couple of times, Yeah, because there's so many times where like, I'll go on a date with a guy from my dating app, but in the first two minutes I hate them and I want to leave. And it's like, I've wasted money on my Uber. I've wasted makeup. I've wasted the laundry of a really cute outfit. Like <laughs> it's just not worth it. <laughs> I can't invest.
1: No, it's true. it makes yeah, I, so much sense, yeah.
2: When I went out with my husband, I our first date was the day after I had attended like an, an Indian convention where people are meant to meet each other to date. So I like literally went to this like convention, which is very actually normal for Indian people. So I got, it was my first time ever going. I went to the convention. I did like the speed dating. Um, it was really fun. Didn't like make a love connection, but it was really fun. And then I went out with my husband like the very next day of our first date. Oh, wow.
0: And you immediately... Was it immediate? You were like, ooh, this guy, I like his style. Like this is working.
2: I mean, yeah, I'd like to think. So looking back now, I feel like we always kind of idealize things, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so
0: how much time was there between the first date and you guys talking about getting married?
2: <laughs> this is so embarrassing. So again, <laughs> as as I mentioned... I had been on dating apps for a very long time. <laughs> I met my husband, very jaded, had it down to a science. I told him at the end of our first date, I was like, and we had, I mean, it wasn't like random. Like we had a very long first date. We got drinks and then we got dinner and then we got more drinks. And it was like this like six, seven hour night. It was really fun. He ended up walking into my apartment. We like hung out on this. We just got like on the stairs in front and hung out um, for a while. And I mean, it, I feel like it was organic, but maybe it wasn't. But I, I had told him on literally our first date, I was like, I really want to get married like if you don't want to that's okay but like don't date me then I'm not the right person to date if you don't want to get married because I do yeah Um, yeah yeah and I was like I don't believe you need like years of dating to get engaged that's totally the path for some people I don't think that's my path so like if you're like yeah I'd like to get married like sometime in the future like no like you you know we're just we should just walk away now um yeah so it was literally on the first
0: day. (laughs) And what did he say? Was he cool
2: with it? Um, he acted cool with it, but he's told me since then that it was like a huge turn off and very freaky. <laughs> <laughs> I like like, I, st- I mean I disagree with because I didn't say like I wanna marry you like now. I said I want to get married in general. And if you don't want to, that's totally cool. (laughs) You find someone
0: else. I think it says how cute you are that you could get away with being like in his brain, like like, red flag, but like, she's cute. So I'm going to keep doing this. (laughs) 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 Okay. So after that first date of you being like getting married, damn it. um, How long was it? Did you actually um, uh, get engaged? How long was the dating period?
2: We dated for a year and a half, so we moved in together a year later, and then we dated for six more months after we moved in, and got engaged
1: a year and a half later. Yeah. Okay, cool.
0: So pretty long. Like I will say, you—I thought maybe it was like a quick turnaround long to me.
1: Yeah, it felt yeah. long to me. That's—that was basically my timeline. Yeah.
0: See, you're doing fine. Don't worry about it, man. <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, yeah. definitely not
2: worried about it now.
0: <laughs> um. So, tell us about the proposal.
2: Yeah. So um, my favorite show is The Bachelor. Um, and we watched it together a lot. Um, it was like kind of our thing. So he staged like a, a final rose ceremony. Yeah. So um, one of my girlfriends brought me over and I saw like a row of contestants, which were like my three best friends. And then I saw him and there was like roses and candles everywhere. And there was a violin player. And then my brother-in-law, his brother, was dressed in a suit, pretending to be Chris Harrison, and read this whole script. <laughs> he was, like, oh my
1: God! He, you know, and he like
2: he like called each girl, uh, other contestant, up again. These are my best friends. So he like called each <laughs> one up, and he like held their hands and was like, "I can't marry you. You do not get my final rose." <laughs> and then, and then I was like last in line. And then, when I get up, when I came up, he like. Made this whole spiel. He got on the knee. He gave me the final rose, and then he proposed.
1: (laughs) Oh my! Was this videotaped?
2: Do you have this? It was not videotaped, but I have a lot. It was. He had a photographer there, so we have. If
0: cool, please send us a picture because that sounds amazing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I have many photos of it.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, that is fantastic. He
1: did good. I know that is really good.
0: final rose <laughs> and actually like a successful marriage because a lot of times those
2: situations better than most of the bachelor couples for sure
0: <laughs> at this point how many of them are still the the original couple that like the original Trista. bachelor yeah trista's still with her guy no, she,
2: Well, she was the original bachelorette but there was like 10 seasons of the bachelor before that were like they were totally unsuccessful i mean yes. the, the success rate is very low
1: <laughs> yes that's why they. That's why they kept going back to the ladies because they're like, well, we have a little more success with the ladies than we do the dudes.
2: Yeah, isn't there a recent uh, engagement from somebody in the batch world? Yes, um, Becca recently, pr- she proposed to him. She proposed to Thomas.
0: That's what it was. Yeah. Ooh. Even though I don't watch all the time, I still am like, I think like just from what I follow on Instagram, I'm always like getting the batch info. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm, I'm like still pretty deep into the, into Bachelor Nation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're in Batch Nation. Yeah, because it's like, how, how many hours of television is it a week when it's on?
2: When it's, so when Bachelor in Paradise is on, it's like four hours a week. It's intense. <laughs>
0: I can't judge. I watch Love Island UK, which is going to be four or five hours a week. And they mm-hmm. extended it from six weeks to eight weeks this summer. It's already started in the UK. Our British listeners, I'm so jealous. It's going to be on Hulu in the US in like a couple weeks and I cannot wait. <laughs> so after the proposal, how quickly are you the girl who's obsessed with weddings? How quickly are you diving into the wedding planning?
2: So I, I'm, I'm, I'm like literally crazy. Like I, I'm like an actual crazy person. I actually scheduled our venue tour before he proposed. And it was great timing because when he proposed the venue tour was in two days. So it was like perfect timing. (laughs) And I only, this was like the, my, the venue I got married at was like my dream venue. I only wanted to get married there. There was no other options I was willing to consider or look at and that was pretty much the decision was made
1: <laughs> did he know about the i was just to say that yeah, yeah did, did he know that you had that tour planned yeah yeah okay he
2: me, and and all of our parents knew like i just scheduled it i was like listen guys this is taking forever i'm just gonna schedule this venue tour we're gonna go there together and then we'll figure it out yeah logistics man <laughs> yeah.
0: what's the name of the venue this dream venue
2: it's called hayes mansion it's a it's like um it's a historical hotel um, here in the Bay Area. Historic. Sounds nice. Okay, okay.
0: So you then immediately lock in that as your location. Are you trying to figure out then how many people to invite?
2: Um, for, so for Indian weddings, uh, um, your families kind of decide how many people you're going to invite. It's not um, It's not really, it wasn't really up to us. They decided. And also in not not so much in my husband's family, but in my family, Um, his like, you know, are like the elders in my family, they don't believe in long engagements because most people are, have, I mean, we, I didn't, but most people have arranged marriages. And then because you don't know each other, everyone's like super, like they want it to happen very quickly. So you can like get to the stage where you're like allowed to live together and be together and get to know each other. So people all have short engagements. So my original engagement was only planned to be like seven months long, which is like a, a, honestly a very normal timeline for someone of my community. And I tell my couples now, I'm like, it's not weird to have a short engagement. Things can, things actually get done like way quicker and easier because you're like, got to make a decision. This is it. Yeah. Gotta keep yeah. This is it. Got to get on top of it. No time to waste. Yeah. It's actually a lot easier when the. I, I know this like is counterintuitive. I think shorter engagements are honestly kind of easier. Because you don't have the yeah. time.
1: Yeah. You don't have time to change your mind or I mean you just got to make a decision and go with it
0: also limits your options like yes these are the people that are available these are the venues that are right. available don't right. get it's, overwhelmed by too many options that's
2: true yeah totally. and it, it's like wild to me now like when I work with couples and I'm like okay let's book your photographer and they want they want me to find them like 30 photographers they'll reach out to <laughs> like 20 out of 30 then like 15 out of the 20 will be available then they'll schedule calls with like 10 of them I'm like this is horrible like when I got married I didn't have a lot of time. My wedding planner gave me the name of two photographers. I talked to both of them and I just picked the one that she liked better. Like that was it. <laughs> I
0: love it. <laughs> That's smart. When it was all said and done, you have the venue, you have the short engagement period. Originally, how many um, how many people did the parents decide was going to end up being? Did you know it was going to be a big
2: wedding? Yeah. Yeah. So originally, I think we were going to have 350 Yeah, girl. Just like like a mid-sized Indian wedding. So, tell everybody what was your original date? Our original date. So we got this. This our bachelor proposal happened in January, and our original date was supposed to be in August of 2020.
0: Oh, so you got engaged in January 2020.
2: I am a true COVID bride. Like wow,
1: like true
2: COVID. Like COVID happened like to me <laughs> when I <laughs> when I did not know about it yeah, yeah. wow so you really
0: were like I want to have a quick turnaround efficiency let's get this done and then the universe said no, no ma'am <laughs> <laughs> but,
2: but you know what Co- covid happened like only 2 months after my engagement but because I was in such a rush cuz it was a short engagement I had already had a lot of my vendors booked um I'd already booked all, like, honestly, I'd already booked like 75% of my vendors when COVID hit. Wow. So I was I was really lucky because, you know, when vendors started coming back and um from COVID and like figuring things out, they, you know, they all raised their prices. They all, their availability changed, like their policies kind of changed. I was very lucky. All of my vendors were available for my new date and they all honored their original contract and pricing. And like we were very, very lucky. Wow. Yeah, that
0: is huge. So when in the process, after you know we're getting in March, everyone thinks it's just going to be through Easter. We're two all just weeks. yeah, everyone just hang out for two weeks, <laughs> learn how to make bread. It'll be fine. Um, at what point do you realize that I don't know if this original date is going to happen?
2: Oh, oh my God, this is like painful to even. talk about. I know. About. I feel like it I'm making you. I think, <laughs> I
0: think it, live through the trauma again, but I'm sorry. No, it's, so, it's
2: okay. <laughs> I think, I think, like, the last week of April was when we made the decision to postpone. Um, and we did, and we postponed, yeah, we postponed from August 2020 to May 2021. Okay. And even then, there was a lot, of, there was a lot of wrestling with that decision, but I'm, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was at the, like, the, maybe, like, early May or end of April when we... Move, went forward with that yeah so what
0: were you doing in the interim
2: in the interim it was really hard because I was actually supposed to go to India to do all my wedding shopping in March um which is when COVID hit so thank god I didn't go because I would have literally gotten like stuck there yeah but I was like yeah I was like worried about like my shopping I was like worried about like my clothes and <laughs> stuff like that but so in the in the interim I was trying to explore how to buy everything here and like here or locally in the Bay Area um, and I was like, okay, I can't go to India, which was like my dream to shop for my wedding clothes there. Like, let me explore local options. So that's really, I feel like that's like what I was doing. Yeah. Um, I wasn't even like thinking on the bigger, kind of bigger picture scale.
0: So did you yeah, ever but- contemplate doing like, a like a, a smaller wedding or like a, a courthouse or something just did ever, it, it was never in your mind. You're like, I'm having this wedding.
2: So we, we actually did. We ended up, um, getting legally married exactly one year before our postponed wedding date. Oh, okay. Fun. So, so we got legally married May 30th and we had already postponed our big wedding day, May 30th, 2021. Yeah. So we did. It just, it Aww. was like being like, it just like, li- you know, we were, we were, li- we were living in sin. It was, it was very frowned upon. <laughs> My mom was like very antsy about it. So she just like wanted us to be married um yeah and we we only told like we told our parents like our parents are with us and then we only told like a couple of friends each yeah and then at our reception a year later at our big wedding we played like this video where it had the slideshow photos from like our elopement day and was like surprise it's not our wedding day it's our one year anniversary day thanks for (laughs) celebrating with us (laughs) so what did you do for that elopement
0: what did you end up doing
2: yeah, it was actually really fun planning the elopement. I think the month of May, it gave me some purpose to, like, channel all of, like, my anger and upsetness. Um, we did it, um, we live right, si- right outside of San Francisco in a suburb, um, and there, it's on the water, so we went to, like, this little, like, walking trail, and we, I wore the dress I had ordered for my bridal shower, which you know, wasn't going to happen anytime soon, so I wore that dress, I had that dress. Um, I watched a lot of YouTube makeup tutorial videos about Doing my own makeup, which I did not anticipate it doing when <laughs> we got married, but yeah. obviously I did my own makeup because the heat of COVID. Um, yeah, and we just—my um, brother-in-law got ordained. Um, that was hard. It was just hard to get into a courthouse to get anything done at that time because again, it did just shut down. Things were crazy, so we managed to get him ordained. We managed to get a marriage license, and yeah, we just did like a little civil ceremony, like by the water, and then we had like a really nice, like a fancy lunch at back at our house after it was just ten ton of us that's kind of nice yeah. though yeah. make the best
0: of a crap situation
2: it was fun yeah my the biggest like my big splurge of that day that i was excited about is um there's this come there's this woman in the bay area that makes disney themed artificial bouquets and they are they are like freaking gorgeous like they're all to a different you can like theme it however you want like any disney movie you want and they have like big mickey ears in them and like gorgeous like fake like of like the silk flowers and then you get to pick the pins of the characters that you like. Yeah. So I had one of those like custom made for my like elopement day. So That was like my big, like special thing I had that day.
1: (laughs) That's so cute. And you still have that, I'm guessing. And
2: I have, yeah, now, yeah, it's nice to have it. And it's like, it's like the centerpiece of our dining table. Like I'm still like obsessed with it.
0: (laughs) Okay. We are going to need a picture of (laughs) that. Wow. I
2: I have some really nice photos of it. (laughs) Oh, that's so cute. Do you remember
0: the name of the the floral soap florist person who does it?
2: Yeah, yeah, she's on um, she's on Instagram and TikTok. Her handle is Bell of the Ball Bouquets.
0: Okay, cool. I All can't. Right. Wait. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be searching for Checking that. that. Yeah, out. we're we're my yeah. we're like sort of Disney adults. We're like Disney adult adjacent. We
1: like yes. Disney. I love Disney.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm like a shameless Disney adult. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, we definitely
0: partake in the Disney stuff. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can at least make an excuse now, Pam, because you have kids. kids. Now you're just like, I'm just being a mom at Disney. They (laughs) like it.
1: No, it's me. I'm like the childless
0: (laughs) adult. I'm like, I'm just here because this is cute. (laughs)
1: Basically.
0: So you get through 2020, we start to get into 2021, it looks like everyone's going to get all vaccinated, you have your plans, like how you said it was pretty easy to get these vendors like up and going. So like, how is it like sort of surging back into all of this?
2: Yeah, so December of 2021, I like took a risk on my life. And I still went to India to do my wedding shopping. No vaccine still, but I was like, I don't care. Like if I get COVID, I want to get like my outfit from like the place I always wanted to get it from. I'm like, I'm going for it. So that was really fun. When I went to India, things were actually better there than they were here. Um, COVID wise. So it honestly felt like a breath of fresh air. I was able to like shop exactly like how I'd always dreamed of, like with my mom going to like a million tiny little boutiques, um, being very, very sweaty, but, and, but, you know, ultimately finding (laughs) what I really wanted. And, um, while i was out there i had my bridal shower there too so that was really fun we they it was my it was like the only celebration that we could do with my family because we knew a lot of them wouldn't be able to come for the wedding because of covid so oh, yeah we did yeah. On, yeah so we did it on like a really big scale which was which was very fun for me yeah
1: oh that's sweet and did your yeah. fiance go with you you both travel no no so at that time
2: only um only like overseas citizen holders could travel to india and I am one of them, but he is not. So he did not his like visa was not adequate to get him over there. Um, which is why, you know, which is why we called, we called it a bridal shower, because it was just me and my, my parents were there. So yeah, we had like an it was nice, it was it was really nice.
0: Okay. So you mentioned that you took the health risk to go to India to shop. Let's talk about the shopping. What did we buy? <laughs> go into detail.
1: So
2: it honestly I bought everything I possibly could take over just because it's so much cheaper. First of all, it's cheaper. Second of all, I can get things custom made like way easier. Um, And third of all, it's a little bit, I feel like it's a little bit nicer too. Although nowadays you can get stuff that's nicer, It's just very expensive. So not only did I buy like my outfits, I bought um, all of my accessories, all of like my hair accessories, all of my shoes, all of um, stuff like that. And then, Also, like, things, like, there's a lot of gifting that happens in Indian weddings. We bought all of the gifts we gave to everyone. All the, like, a lot of the gifts I gave to my bridesmaids. um, A lot of that kind of, and then we did buy some decor, too. We have a, there's a lot of events in Indian weddings. It's more, it's kind of a week-long thing. So you have to decorate your house, too. So we bought a lot of that, those decorations, um, yeah, it was, it was intense. It was a marathon. My dad was <laughs> horrified. <laughs> How many suitcases did you take back to the U S we all went at different times and we even left some, a few of my relatives were able to come and we knew they were going to come. So we left some stuff there. It, it just came piece by piece. We figured <laughs> it, Yeah, we figured it out. I also had matching outfits made for my cat for a lot of the events. <laughs> Um, yes. but, you know, had to prioritize pictures. what I can bring
0: over. I love how many picture requests. I'm, like going to need a picture yeah, of that as well. <laughs> oh my God. I have a, I have a, I have a couple of great, I have two really good pictures of us in matching outfits. I remind the <laughs> yeah. listeners, what is your cat's name? Kim Klaudashian. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, Kim Klaudashian. Um, so yeah, let's talk about the wedding week. Kind of walk us through the whole damn thing. We want to know everything all the cat outfits
2: <laughs> okay so let's see yeah I had my bridal shower in India then I had my bachelorette party in April it's supposed to be a Disneyland obviously did not happen yeah. um, but it was still very very fun and very very special but so that was April and then in May my family from India all came over so 10 people came over they stayed with my parents for six weeks it was so fantastic I was like just so, so lucky that they took the risk to come. My, like, grandma in her 80s was one of them. And just, I just, like, I'm just forever grateful to them for coming for my wedding. And it was such a huge risk for them. Um, so that puts us in May. So I guess the first event was a week before the wedding. My parents hosted, like, a and like, kind of, like, an opening prayer ceremony where it's, like, you, like, technically you're, like, invocating the deity to come like bless all the events um that's what it's kind of about so that was that was really fun that was my first event and i also again like i'm crazy so i had like <laughs> made a google spreadsheet where i planned out all of my outfits and i was very set on wearing like a different color a different neckline and like sleeve and a different hairstyle and different type of jewelry for every single event I had, including like my engagement party and my event in India. Like I wanted, every- and even my engagement photos. Like I wanted everything to look very, very different. And I wanted to wear a different color and a different style and all that kind of stuff. So- I, <laughs> so
1: I love this. <laughs> I mean, I love a good spreadsheet. So you had me in spreadsheet. <laughs>
0: Pam does love a spreadsheet. Oh, real quick question. You mentioned before that it's not traditional to have a bridal party, but sometimes um, when you're in the US, you just decide to sporge and do it anyway. Did you have one or did you go solo?
2: Oh my god, no! I had a big one. We each had ten. We had a big bridal party. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you had three fifty
0: people there. Why not get in double digits? Okay, th- okay, she was literally to eighteen weddings
1: in one yeah, year. You're they... too popular. You yes. can't pick one no, person. No, I,
2: I actually, this is what I, this is what I tell people now. I'm like, your bridal party has to look proportional to your wedding size. So if you go to a wedding with a hundred people and there's twenty people in the bridal party, like that is ridiculous. That's like all of your friends were there in the bridal party. Like that's not that's weird. Like don't do that. And if you go to a wedding with like 500 people, and there's like two people up with you, like that also doesn't it does? I don't know. I, I just feel like <laughs> it should It I hate I hate saying like oh this is wrong and this is right because i have a wedding planner. You have to like support everything, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I I do feel like your bridal party should somewhat be in proportion to your wedding size.
0: <laughs> That's good so tip. fun. Yeah. So I'm sorry. So after the first day, you're on to the second day.
2: On to so that was a Saturday. Then we had like two days of like nothing in between. Then we had a ceremony where so in, and, and so. This is now going to like differ. Every community in India does this a little bit differently. Um, and my husband is actually from a different community than me, so they they do stuff differently too. Um, but this is like this is like my like the bride. This is like bride's wedding week. Groom's wedding week is like different. Um, so the next event for me was we have a ceremony where like seven married ladies like. Basically, we like have a ceremony where they all like bless me. I have to like cook something with them. Um, so that was like the second ceremony I did. Um,
0: who picks the women that are going to be part of this? Your my mom? mom? Okay. Yeah, my mom.
2: Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know anything. I had one. <laughs> one of my one of my friends who was who was already married came into town early enough to be there, which was really really nice to like have a friend with me for for it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So that was the next event. And then the day after that, that was like, a, so then now we're like in like the main, like the semi main events. Um, so these are also like only the bride side, but they're like, they're like kind of bigger. Like we have like a real photographer there. Like um, the next event is called the holy ceremony. holy means turmeric. So and you might've seen pictures of this ceremony where basically the bride or the groom or the bride and the groom, they sit in the middle and their family and friends, like, rub a turmeric paste, like, all over their bodies, mm, um, yeah. and turmeric has, like, anti-inflammatory properties, it be really good for your skin, gives you a natural glow, so that's the reason we do that, so I had that, um, the next morning, and that was really, that was, like, cu- again, like, kind of one of the more major events, so that was really, really, fu- like, my, so my wedding planner planned, like, my main events at the venue, but all of the home events I planned, um, so that was a really, really fun one to do, I, like, you have to, the bride has to wear yellow so like I designed my own outfit and it's like a daytime event so supposed to be fun so I made everyone wear like matching sunglasses and like matching flower crowns and like they um they did like a lavender petal shower on me and um I had my cat there in a stroller next to me the whole time she had to be a part of it yes um uh, and <laughs> we had margarita pops and like yeah that was like a really fun one
0: that's cool <laughs> <laughs>
2: This cat kills me. I know. I <laughs> oh, love my God, it. Thank
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um
2: and then the day after that, I had like my I got my henna done. So you guys have probably seen like bride like bridal henna. Like it goes like all the way up to your elbows and it's on your feet. So it takes, I mean, it takes a whole day. Like I think mine started in the morning and it, i think it took 8 hours to complete. You're literally just sitting there for 8 hours. You cannot oh move. My gosh. Yeah. I mean, you can take breaks to like go to the bath. Like, I mean, t- within a reason you can move, but like yeah, like you're yeah. not supposed mm-hmm. to. Move. Well, you have to be
0: kind of you have to be still cuz they're, you know, intricate. You have to be still. Yeah,
2: yeah. and be- because like my had hen- like my- I had like a formal party that night like right after my henna was done like I had like a party where like all of my guests were there and like the artist done the henna on them. So I actually put on my, like my party outfit, like in the morning before I got my henna done. So, and I got my hair and makeup done as I was getting my henna done. So it was, <laughs> it was, it was like, a, it was a you lot going on. Yeah. Also, yeah, I feel like
0: a- you're like me, Lucy, and you talk with your hands a lot. So I can just imagine <laughs> having to like be still. <laughs> it's like a nightmare. It's like whenever I get my hair cut, the part where they're actually cutting the hair that was had to be like, all right, Brooke. <laughs> now you have to stop being animated.
2: <laughs> I love, that. and I know for for me towards the end, it it takes so long. I remember the last hour, like. My party had started. All of my guests were there, but I couldn't be with them because I was still stuck inside getting my henna done.
0: Oh no. And
2: I was telling the artist, I was like, just go as fast as you can. Just go as fast. And she was like, I feel like I'm on like the amazing race, like a reality show. So, like, I was like, go faster, go faster. Like I was so over it. And my family was like, oh, like she should fix that. And I was like, nope, it looks great. No one's going to see it. Like I like, I walk around. I want to like see all my friends. Like that's, that was like the first, like that was the first event where like out of towners and stuff were. that was like 75 people. So like all of our out of town guests were mostly at like my out of town guests were mostly at that event. So that was like a bigger event too. Oh, it's
1: yeah. fun. I know. Oh. I love all so the events. Was, okay. I'm keep so going. excited. Yes. Please <laughs> so that was like the going. wedding
2: week that like t- took part like before the main event. So right. that was like mm-hmm. all the wedding. That was like those were like all the events that this happened is the pre show. Right. Uh, yes.
0: Yeah. Now we're to the main yeah, event. Yeah. That was
2: the pre show. But the next day we like all went to the venue. Then like the real stuff started. So m- again, like not to generalize, not most. I would say many Indian weddings here in America, there's three like major main events. Um, The first one happens the night before the wedding. It's called the Sangeet. The the word Sangeet literally translates to like singing and dancing. So it's, it's mostly like the, the core purpose of the night is to like watch like choreographed dance performances. Like a lot of people perform dance performances and um, the friends perform and family performs and that's kind of like the point of the night. So that was um, the night before our wedding. And, hands down the best like the best event out of every single event better than the wedding or reception it was like the most fun event um because it's the first one at the venue so it's you know it's very very pretty it, and it's it's more like colorful and more traditional so like we had a bunch of different food stations um we had a lot of we had a lot of Bollywood themed decor our centerpieces were like little mini Bollywood posters um and then we had Cute. big Bollywood poster cutouts <laughs> where people could put their heads in it and like you know protect like, <laughs> yes, I love it, yeah we had a lot of that um and so in um we don't in Hindu ceremonies, we don't exchange wedding bands. That's not part of our ceremony, but obviously again, since we're in America, like everyone we, we want to wear wedding bands, like that's what's normal for us. So we exchanged our wedding bands at that event. We started that event by exchanging our wedding bands, and then we did like the there was like, the dance performances, and then we have like an open, it's like then we have like an open dance floor, like reception style and an open bar. Um and, <laughs> It was really, really fun. I The first half of those events is hard because you're so nervous for your performance. The night of my own, Snagith, I was in six dance performances. Um, Whoa. And I was so nervous. It was just, it's just a lot of choreography to memorize. Your bridesmaids have memorized it. Your parents are doing a dance. Like everyone's like, oh my God, I hope I don't forget anything. So once the performances are over, then like everyone like chills out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, it sounds so fun. I know. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was really fun. And I feel like most people pick the songs that they perform to based on, like, you know, just like whatever like, the top 40 new Bollywood song is at the time or whatever's popular. But I didn't do that, which actually is bad. You're supposed to pick really popular songs so the people you're dancing with know them really well. So it's easier to remember the choreography if you know the song. Yeah. I did not do that. I wanted to pick, like, deep cuts, like from my childhood. Like, <laughs> I, picked this, like I picked, um, I picked like a folk song from like my like from like my ancestral like village region. So like a very, very old song. Then I picked um a song by like my favorite Bollywood artist, like from like the early nineties. that was kind of a deep cut. And then I picked a Nicki Minaj song because she was my favorite, like she's my favorite artist <laughs> like, when I was 18.
0: Um known to Bollywood like- star yes. Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
2: so, tried to make them like a little meaningful. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Oh,
0: that's so yeah, fun. That's really fun I like that. Oh man. Oh, man, I want to see all of this. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta get like, uh, pictures. <laughs> <laughs> this deep album we're gonna have to get from her. I'm like, give me another. I know. One. Another, I want to see one. all the
1: outfits now that I've created yeah, this yeah. spreadsheet.
0: Did Kim participate in the choreography?
1: no
2: we we thought we like we debated taking her to the venue Our <laughs> hotel did, the hotel did allow pets and we like thought about it a lot but we just decided she would be happier like being left alone
1: yeah that's <laughs> fair <laughs> kim yeah. needs her space yeah it's a lot she to does. think about too yeah
0: yeah it's chill, the responsibility of that it's true
2: um so what happened next so next, now we're on the wedding day. Okay. I had to wake up at four in the morning. I was so hungover from the night before. Like, I, remember, <laughs> I remember like my mom and my aunt waking me up and they're like, it's time for hair and makeup. And I was like, I can get married in my pajamas. I, can get married. I just kept saying that over and over again. I was like, I just want to get married in my pajamas. Like I don't want do to
0: We know after um, all the spreadsheet details, that is not true. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so got my hair and makeup done. Um, then we did like the bridesmaid's robe pictures so of the getting ready. I mean, like pretty very similar. Like did the getting ready pictures with my parents, and then we did the first look. Um, and then the part where it starts to get different is um, after we did like our bridal party photos. When it's like time for stuff to start, the gr- so in Hindu weddings the groom makes like an ent- like a formal entrance, um, and it's called a barat. So in that part of the wedding, he like dances in with ev with all of the guests in the wedding party. And I'm not there for that. So they, my wedding planner put me in a room where I had a view of what was happening, but I'm not supposed to participate in that. I'm like hidden away. So um, my husband chose to ride in in like a Porsche, like a, like a, like a, he took like the top off and he was like dancing around in it. His groomsmen like threw, like lit up um, color bombs. So that was like really nice and colorful. And my bridesmaids gave everyone like pins that said like girl side or boy side, um, (laughs) so that was really cute so they all like danced in like those videos I wasn't there so like it was really I like love looking at those photos because I was I want to see what happened and then um at like the entrance of like where like the altar is then like my family is there to like greet him and they like like invite him in with his family to come into the ceremony site essentially um at our ceremony site again I wanted to do something really personal so Instead of having like a floral something at the at the at the beginning of it, we had a table that was covered in um, books and like little toy cars. My husband's obsessed with cars, so he had a collection of like model cars, and I love reading, so I had like a stack of like all of my favorite books. Then he had a picture of like him in front of his first car, and then I had a like a Jane Austen quote It's, like one of my favorite authors. We had that framed on either side of the table. Oh, that's so cool. I love that.
1: Yeah, I have I have a question. Is is the ceremony? You said how you woke up super early. Like, what time of the day does the festivities start?
2: So it started at ten thirty, I believe, and we served breakfast beforehand, but that was pretty informal.
1: Okay, so this is this is an all day all day affair. Yeah,
2: it's an all day affair. Yeah, started at ten thirty. So, yeah. So then the, the groom comes, he like goes to the altar, all this stuff. And then I, and then that, that's when I come in. So when I, like my entrance, we had, ha- um my husband contributed very little to the wedding planning. One of his major conversations <laughs> was that Just want to stick was, that
0: in there really quick to let he, everybody you know. know. He,
2: <laughs> he was, he was very attached to our ceremony musician. He had seen this musician play at our friend's wedding like years before. And like, literally, I remember we went to this wedding, we weren't even engaged. And he was like, that guy's gonna play at our wedding ceremony. And I was like, we're not even engaged. And he did. We ended up hiring <laughs> him. He she like, says, he's actually based, <laughs> She says, he's while actually,
0: scheduling the venue <laughs> walkthrough.
2: <I know>. <laughs> no, I wasn't that far there yet. But he's actually based in he's based in Orange County. So we had him come up from Orange County, which was really nice of him. So it's really cool. He plays and he plays a sitar, which is an Indian instrument, but he plays like pop songs and like rap songs on this like indian instrument
1: rad that's fun
2: what is his name um his name is ronabir lahiri he's like at every indian wedding in la so we like got him up to the bay for this which was super fun nice (laughs) Um, and he played uh, a beyonce song like on his sitar that like my favorite beyonce song that i like walked down the aisle to and then which
0: song
2: halo by Beyonce Yes, yes, yes.
0: that's great yeah and,
2: um a lot of Indian brides we come down the aisle under a sheet of flowers like fake, mine were fake flowers but like basically there's four people like holding this sheet over my head and then I walk under it with my dad and I like hold my bouquet so that's what I ended up doing again like stuff like bridesmaids walking down the aisle bouquets like none of this is traditional for us this is just all like Western stuff that we like to do. Cause we're really extra. Um, <laughs> so there's no like norm of like, Oh, in an in, Indian wedding, the brat, like she'll have a bouquet. She'll come down with her dad. Like she'll have groom. Like it's really like whatever you want. Like you just kind of pick and choose the traditions that you want to do. that's what i wanted to do
0: well yeah you mentioned too like a lot of times when you're dealing with uh an indian wedding in the u.s that you know the two people getting married one might not even be indian or if you both are indian you're coming from these different regions or there's so many different traditions that you really do just have to write your own story
2: yeah and then plus we have our american traditions that we want to do too you know we want to have it all (laughs) (laughs) put it all in there give me that ring yeah yeah, so um, we did that. Our wedding was on a very, very hot day, and um, canopy draping over our guest was very, very expensive. So the way we mitigated it is we, we served, like, cold drinks throughout the ceremony, and yeah. then our ceremony was very short. It was most Indian weddings, I would say, are an average of two hours long. Ours was, like, 45 minutes, um, and that was what we did to, like, protect our guests from the heat. Um, <laughs> And we, we, we put like sunscreen on everyone's like hotel room bags. And yeah, we tried, we tried, but it was, it was very hot.
0: <laughs> so the out, the ceremony itself was outdoors. Um, Afterwards, are you going indoors or are you staying out for the whole time?
2: Okay. So after the ceremony, um, you know, we do the processional. um, And then there is a, there is another, there's a ceremony post the wedding ceremony called the vidai. And vidai means like the send off of the daughter. So like back in the day, the ceremony would literally be the parents saying goodbye to their daughter and putting her in a car to send her to her husband's house, and like, you know, she was like going to go live there for the first time ever away from them, and it's like very very sad, and everyone cries. Now it's different. Like you get in the car and you drive around the block for some photos, and then you come back and like you're there, um, <laughs> and it's it's still like it's still like emotional. Like my my, my mom cry- my mom was like crying the entire week, but she like cried a lot. And, like, <laughs> And, like, my grandma, like, you know, the, like, they hug you and they put you in the car and then, like, push the car. And, like, it's, like, very, very Bollywood drama. Um, <laughs> that's, that's what we did after our ceremony. Most of our guests went to eat. We served lunch indoors because we yeah. knew they'd be done by that point. So most of our <laughs> guests went to lunch and then our family stayed back to, like, do that part. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then afterwards, we ate lunch and then it was right back into hair and makeup. And, <laughs> yes. uh, At that point, it was, like, my seventh time getting my hair and makeup done, like, in a week, and I was, like... I hate this shit like, so, like, <laughs> my hair and makeup artist was like a godsend angel like both of them so they like really put up with me but I was like I don't care what it looks like But <laughs> well, like according to the spreadsheet ma'am
1: I know I this
2: is what we're doing next <laughs> I actually fell asleep when they were doing my hair and makeup so they are like you know what why don't you take a nap we'll be back in like 45 minutes so I was like okay <laughs> Aww, sometimes you get tuckered out. You were up at 4 a.m., man. Yes. Hungover. Very (laughs) hungover. (laughs) I didn't even do the champagne toast I'd, like, planned for my bridesmaids that morning. (laughs) We just held held the bottle for some photos, and then I was like, I don't want to drink this. (laughs) Fair. Yeah, so I was in hair and makeup, and then my husband did, like, a photo shoot with his groomsmen that, like, I didn't even know was happening. They did, like, a very elaborate, like, men, groomsmen plus plus groom photo shoot while I was getting my hair (laughs) and makeup done again. Love it. (laughs) So what happened next? Then we had our photos taken. Our parents were very adamant that they did not want to be a part of like the pre-reception photos because they were like so over being in photos and posing for photos at this point. They're like, we want to go to cocktail hour. We want to have cocktails. We want to get appetizers. We want to talk to our guests. Like we don't want to be like in another photo session, like stuck with you guys. We're like, okay.
0: <laughs> There are 350 people I want to talk to that yeah. aren't you too. No, no, no. But that, that
2: 350 was the pre-COVID number. We didn't end up having 350. Oh, yeah. Obviously. What did you end up with? We end up having 220, like 215 to 220. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: That's still yeah. respectable.
2: <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, so we, were, we were lucky. It was enough to have a party, which was which is all that matters.
0: So the 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 drop from three fifty to two twenty was really mostly the people that weren't traveling. It was most. Is that how it worked? Yeah,
2: it, it was- no, we like had to weed people based out on like who we liked. It was, oh, it was okay.
0: Hard. You decided Friends, to scale down.
2: Feeling feelings were very hurt. It was very difficult. I'm like, I feel like I'm like still like some friendships are still recovering from that. Yeah, <laughs> oh,
0: it's hard. It is
2: really it's hard. hard. Yeah, COVID is hard.
0: Yeah, and like having to hard. make these decisions, you're like, I don't want to do this. This isn't fun for me. Yeah, I know. I know that but, that's one thing that literally everyone listening goes through because it's tough.
1: It yes. is, yeah. Making those cuts. Yep.
0: Yeah, um, it, it, okay, sorry. Getting back to your uh, reception. So, reception. Yes.
2: Yeah, so the guests went to cocktail art. We had signature drinks. One of them was, of course, the Kim Kardashian, um, which <laughs> was, like, the most popular one. That's the one that, like, everyone got, I was told. <laughs> what was
0: in a Kim Kardashian?
2: The Kim Kardashian. Sorry.
0: Kim um, Kardashian. Yes.
2: <laughs> it, was, it was just a margarita. We just put her picture on it. So it <laughs> we just have like a cute sign up which i still i have the sign i still have the sign and i have it on our home bar now (laughs) nice oh my gosh um so and and then again and then the reception you know similar to like a western reception the guests go to their tables and then the dj announces so we had um we had an indian acapella group perform for at our reception and they like sang us in when we entered so that was so really fun. fun, yeah. Yeah, that was really fun. Um, and then they like did a, they did like a really like nice performance. They performed like a like a set of songs, and then they left. Um, and then <laughs> after after that, we had like the after their performance was like normal reception stuff, speeches, first dance, father daughter dance, mother son dance, like all of that good stuff. And then um, a lot of Indian. I actually have never seen this at a Western wedding. This is very common in Indian weddings. We had our videographer make a same day edit and he played it at the reception
0: what wow. it's very cool
2: yeah it was very cool so it was like it was like the edit from like like my getting like getting ready and like the ceremony like the bridal party ceremony and then even like cocktail hour I think because <laughs> he just like made it right before just wow. instant replay and then the night before yeah like all the singeeth and the singeeth dances and all of that like that was in it Oh, that is fun.
1: That's impressive.
0: That yeah. is very impressive.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just back so, on um, that laptop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, we, we played that. We played like our special elopement video where we were like, surprise, like we're already married. Um, yeah. And then it was, and then thank God the program was over. The photo booth <laughs> opened. We had an ice cream cart that opened. Like we finally got to talk to our friends. And then, you know, dance floor, drinking, normal reception stuff um and then our hotel is actually has an underground bar which was used as like a real speakeasy like in the 20s
0: yeah
2: um, and we had rented that out for our after party so then how we late all...
0: into the night are we getting to this after party in the speakeasy
2: so the reception ended at 12 <laughs> and then the after party oh, i think we had the after party for to I did not stay long. I stayed. I only stayed for like forty-five minutes, and I was like, I'm going to bed. Yeah, you made a cameo, and you're like, I've been up since four. I'm good. I was. I was told that after the after like the speakeasy bar, then they went to like a hotel room and like continued like till I don't. I don't know. I was not. I was not there for any of that.
0: That is a good time. I went to my room and
2: and and ate a and ate like and microwave some like ramen noodles. That's what I. That's what I. (laughs) Did
0: you actually eat at the reception or were you too like busy and nervous?
2: No, yeah, we ate, we ate very, I mean, across all of our events, we, ate. I remember eating, we ate, we ate lunch really well because we ate lunch in our suite, like after the ceremony, our wedding mm. dinner, then we, we ate at, like a big lunch, but at the actual, all the food at the actual events, we did not eat very much of. I remember I did eat some ice cream from the ice cream cart because I really wanted to do that. Um. Yeah, I don't have a lot of memory of the food, but I did. <laughs> Just the ramen. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I was very specific about the snacks I put like in my suite, and then the we put a lot of snacks in everyone's like hotel welcome bags. And one of them, there's this really popular brand of Indian ramen noodles called Maggie Maggie noodles.
0: Okay.
2: And we had put individual ramen cups. We had put like two in each person's hotel room bag.
1: <laughs> and that's what you ate that's what i
2: ate but i also had i was it's funny we were talking about this last week um the other thing i ate most during my like during the wedding weekend was i had a huge pack of uncrustables like the pb and like the snuckers <laughs> <Yes>. and <laughs> They're like a really good snack because like it's carby, it's yeah. protein, it's sweet, it gives you energy, salty, it's like mm-hmm. always desirable. Like you always kind of want to eat one. Like you're never gonna be like not in the mood for one. <laughs> so like even if you're having like a lot of adrenaline, like you'll be like, yeah, I could eat like a little uncrustable. I slammed down this uncrustable. <laughs> I did. I threw I threw back a lot of uncrustables that weekend. <laughs> A lot of uncrustables and coconut water. <laughs> <laughs> That's what
0: powered you for the whole week. <laughs> yeah. So you finally fall asleep at like two a.m. You're covered in your ramen noodle and uncrustables. <laughs> so the next
2: morning you have
0: uh, another event, right?
2: Yes. Yeah, so the next morning we have another event. The next morning, but we have to like leave. We had to leave the hotel, which was horrible because my my room looked like a disaster. Like my suite looked like a disaster zone. So. I woke up the next morning very early. I called like my aunts and cousins, and I was like, "You need to come here and pack my room, like while I go to breakfast." And that's exactly what they did. They skipped <laughs> breakfast. They packed up mine. They were like the little like mice in Cinderella. Like I came back and I was like, "Wow, Aww, that's um, nice." Yeah. I had breakfast, came back, went right back into hair and makeup. Um,
0: <laughs> God. It was just,
2: it was just like my friend, my friend who was doing it, and I like I I felt looking back, I'm like, wow, I was like really mean to her because I was I really did not want to get my hair done that day, <laughs> um, but did that got like wore wore a new out like wore new outfit, wore more jewelry, and then went to and then the event the day after is hosted by the son's family, like it, it it's called like a welcoming ceremony, so they welcome the daughter in law into their house. Um, and it was a big event. It was like 75 to 100 people at my at my husband's family's house. So, that's
0: nice. And then it's,
2: it's fun you, and then at that event you like you the morning after the wedding you play a lot of games. Um so one of the most popular games is what they do is they they have the couple sit down and they um they bring them a big bowl of milk, like a really big one. And then they put the the bride's ring at the bottom of the bowl and the couple has to dig for the milk. And whoever finds the ring first is the winner. <laughs> that's like a really, really popular game.
1: Who won? Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say he let me, and he lost. Oh, <laughs> <nice.
2: laughs> so there's like four, yeah, there's like four or five games you play like that, and then they serve lunch. It's a whole, and then people give you gifts, which is great. Um, and then after that, then we had to go back to my parents' house for like a groom welcoming thing, and like dip- changed into a different outfit. It was. It was very rough. This is honestly like, this is meant for people like who don't have like nine to five jobs where their boss is like, Why did you take PTO? And like, we had to go to work like the next day. It was oh, horrible.
0: God. Oh
1: my goodness. That <laughs> it was Monday.
0: Really Grueling.
1: Yeah. yeah. It was very awful. Oh. So, so that was Sunday. That was your, that's the last of two events welcoming the We families. got married Memorial
2: Day weekend. So it was actually, mm. it was it Monday. Monday. Mm hmm. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I was gonna say, planning
0: my day weekend too.
2: Yeah. Oh my god. Wait, that's so cool. <laughs> yep. It's
0: a good weekend. It's a good one. It's good. It's like right when it's not. It's not too hot. Mm-mm. Well, apparently it was hot for you, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, it's very very hot here. <laughs> yeah, it's usually not too hot, and it's I, I like you know we've discussed this on the podcast you know, but I like having a holiday weekend for weddings, giving that little totally. extra buffer of days yeah Yeah, it's
0: controversial opinion some people hate giving up their holiday yeah Mm -hmm. it's 50 50 man it's yeah yeah, we did some polling before so yeah hey i got married on labor day weekend so i'm for it i don't care (laughs) (laughs) you don't want to come don't come (laughs) and
1: we're back yes can you believe? I mean, it's... I'm obsessed. I I mean, there's two more episodes. I can't wait
0: for all the pictures. Yes. I mean, honestly, the big star <laughs> in all of this is Kim Kardashian.
1: <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Kim! Oh my um, gosh.
0: So we are now um, with Ruth. Pam is holding my dog currently. Yeah. So we will be getting into um, some bridal breaks for you guys um bridal breaks for any of our newer listeners are suggestions we give not only to brides but to grooms or anyone else helping to plan a wedding of some things that have nothing to do with wedding planning so step away from your stressful never-ending long
1: (laughs) checklists lists more lists and just relax yes with a a bridal break
0: pammy usually does a cocktail i do some pop culturey things Uh, I'm going to do two since there's no guest and because I'm always consuming stuff. Um, (laughs) Pammy, what is your uh, bridal break?
1: Um, So today's cocktail I found on xoxobella.com. And it just totally hit me as a perfect summer drink. It is a watermelon Paloma.
0: I just saw a watermelon in the store today and was like, oh, summer's here. Yes. Yes. It's
1: here. Let's get it going. Um, So it's made with watermelon, diced up, orange juice, tequila, lime juice, sparkling water, and ice and then put a little you can you can salt the rim you don't have to it's not normal i guess with a paloma but uh adding a little tajin or something on the yes, edge.
0: i like the on my paloma because they're usually made with grapefruit right mm-hmm. so this is like a sweeter version less tart
1: yes okay cool it's when the lunches. cubes
0: are we blending everything or the cubes are just end up kind of squishing together
1: um it is it is blended this oh, one fine. yeah because you've got sounds, the watermelon yeah, chunks in there. That's what I'm so. always confused about watermelon mm-hmm.
0: drinks. I'm like, how do you do it? But yeah, blender's the answer.
1: Mm-hmm. Strain it and then, then pour it over ice. That so sounds other. wonderful. Yeah.
0: Sign me up. So my bridal breaks for the week are, it's a combo. They're kind of related to each other. So I just recently watched on Hulu the rom-com movie that just recently came out called Fire Island. It's the retelling of Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice. It's set on the gay vacation town of Fire Island. Stars Joel Kambuster, I think is super funny. Bowen Yangs from SNL, Matt Rogers, and Margaret Cho. Nice. Yeah. It's so funny. And also, like, the setting's just really beautiful. So I highly recommend it. The second bridal break is... um uh, a song that is featured from the movie. In the movie, there's like a plot point where one of the characters like karaoke's Britney Spears's "Sometimes" mm-hmm. or "Sometimes I Run." Mm-hmm. So this <laughs> band Muna, who I actually really like, they're kind of like kind of like a synth pop band. Mm-hmm. They cover Britney's "Sometimes." And it is so good. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, it was. It really matched well in the movie. And just in general, it feels like a modern, like, redo of that song. Nice. Yeah. So it's really cute. So that's my bonus bridal break. Or the, my second bridal break is that song.
1: I love it. Yeah, that's it.
0: Um, so now we've gone through our bridal breaks, Pammy. Do you know what's next?
1: Yes. My favorite part. Is it?
0: <laughs> is it your favorite? Is it when yeah. I grab my clipboard? And torture my buddy (laughs) about our podcast. Okay. So Pamela, Mm. we have to tell all the listeners all the different ways they can get in contact with us. Mm -hmm. Start with our website, Pammy. What's our website?
1: Weddingconfessionals.com.
0: From there, you can uh, see all of our social media handles to follow us on social media. Where are we on social media?
1: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and TikTok. Also on there, you can find our show notes. So
0: all of the links of anything that we're talking about on the shows um, will be found there. Um, We would love for you guys to share your confessionals with us. Keep them coming. There are three different ways you can share your confessionals. They're always anonymous. Um, One is an email. You can email us. What's our email address?
1: Weddingconfessionals at gmail.com.
0: You can leave us a voicemail. We just transcribe. We won't use your voice. We're keeping this very anonymous. Pammy, if they want to call in and rant via phone, what is the phone number?
1: 434- 933
0: 2663. What a pro. Besides that, you can go to our website, the third way, and click on a tab that says, Tell us your secret. Tell us your secret. It's a simple form, no email or phone number needed. Yeah. We don't really care about your information. Nope. We just want your drama.
1: <laughs> so, exactly. The top box, what do you put in the little top box? Whatever you want. Little fun little um, quote or. Anything that has to do with what you're saying or your name. You yes. don't have to. We're Whatever not going to say want. it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then the the bottom box, what do you type in there?
1: Spilling the tea, <laughs> give us all of the drama.
0: Um, we would love for you guys to give us five star ratings on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Spotify, Spotify now. now yeah. You can't leave a like a written review like you can on Apple, which we also love because we just are obsessed with compliments. <laughs> 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 but you can hit five stars on Spotify, which they don't—they do not make well known. But now that we all know, we're telling you guys, so you can give us five stars on Spotify. Besides Apple Podcasts, Pammy, there are two um, podcast providers. That start with the letter A. What are they?
1: Audible and Amazon. Two with the letter C. Castbox and Castro. Two with the letter D. Downcast and Deezer. One with a G. Google. One with an I. IHeart Radio. One with an O. Overcast. <laughs> One with an L. Listen notes. And then we got eight with a P. Good luck. All right. Um, pod bean yes podcast addict podcast republic um uh, pod tail pod paradise podcast land did i already say that no you have not two left um pod you're out oh, of player player FM. yep and oh my god what's the last one you know this i know i do I'm totally blanking. Oh, look, my dress has a tear. Pockets again. <laughs> oh, the pocket cap Pocket one and pot butt. <laughs> and, but now we've got pod tear and pod, pod butt.
0: <laughs> Radio, public, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube. and then using your voice, you can use Alexa and Siri by saying, "Play the Wedding Confessionals podcast." You're doing pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Pocket cast. I know, it's sneaky. Um, (laughs) So yeah, that's it for uh, the quiz. And guys, stay tuned for part two where we get into wedding business stuff with Rushi. So good.
1: It's going to be really
0: good. We'll see you guys then. Bye.
1: Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song. And David Kantrowitz for our fantastic logo. And Ramsey Millette and Brian Maylard for their technical support. If you want to learn
0: more about our show, where you got to go, Pam?
1: Check out our website, WeddingConfessionals.com. That's it, girl. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.